Hey, everybody. We have a really fun episode today because we are sharing about our first workcation experience and how you can have an awesome one, too. Hey, girl, what's up? Not much. I am uh, just sitting here recording with you, you know, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> to give you guys some insight, we were supposed to have an engagement shoot today, but we were rescheduled due to weather. So we wanted to take advantage of this time block we had reserved on our calendar. So you find time whenever you can, right? Hell freaking yeah, you do. How was your day, Kate? What'd you do? It was good. I did a lot of computer work today. My eyes are kind of tired mm. and we're just going to crank out this awesome episode. I'm really excited to talk about this because travel has like speaks to my soul. And Megan, we've been talking a lot about like travel is a deeply rooted, um, what should I call it? Like motivator in our businesses. Yes. Motivator for sure. So that's probably my number one motivator, I would say. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. Like when I think about like what drives me to uh, create and keep going is like the ability for me to be able to like travel the world and like experience new things and go on vacations when I want. And like, that's my deeply rooted selfish why. Well, I <laughs> guess it's freedom at the core of it. I mean, that's yep. definitely a motivator for mine too. And are you traveling a lot like in your business like for your work or is it more of a like motivator for like your personal time you know I've thought a lot about this and I don't know if I want to travel and work you know what I mean is it because you don't want to lug around your makeup kit (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a big piece of it (laughs) That thing is like, if I do my makeup and hair kit, it's probably like 75 pounds that I got to carry around. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, I don't blame you there. I think it's just more so of like, I don't know what it is. I think like, I really like the idea of just like being in a new place. And I don't know if part of it is because I feel burned out sometimes from work that I'm like, the idea of vacation seems like the opposite. So yeah. it makes me not want to do work at all on vacation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The vacation for or traveling for you is your disconnect from your work. Yes. Uh, vacation had to get away. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> think of that. <laughs> oh, I used to love that song. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but I know you love traveling for work. So like, I, I don't know. What is it for you? Is it... Like, what is the biggest thing that you love about being able to work and travel and go to these amazing places? I feel like a lot of it is portfolio and just like different scenery and getting outside. Like I shoot around Charlotte all the time. So it's really exciting to me when I have, you know, I have coming up next week, a destination wedding in Tennessee in Nashville and I've never shot there before. So it's also a challenge for me because I'm getting out of my comfort zone. Like whenever I do a photo shoot here, Charlotte based or around Lake Norman, I'm just kind of like, okay, like I have my usual spots and it doesn't take 
as much, you know, like research and planning and like, we're going to get into this in this episode, like for our vacation, like the planning part was part of the, my favorite of like building up anticipation for it. And, you know, every trip that I take for my business, I do get to work in a little downtime. So I get to have my own personal experience too. So I don't just like go to a location, do the job and then come straight home. Like I try to make an experience out of it. So that's kind of why I enjoy it, but I could totally understand your point of view. Like what, cause you're working so much, you know, you want some downtime and I definitely have those moments too, where I have an actual vacation. I'm not taking my camera with me and stuff. Right. And I think there's, again, there's a balance in all of it mm-hmm. that I would definitely love to travel all over and, and do that. And I think part of it too, is that my traveling right now looks like, like I have a wedding tomorrow. That's about an hour and a half away. It's like in the mountains and it's not like, you know, a travel, like I'm getting on a flight or something or driving a big distance, but that like the idea of me driving an hour and a half to this venue, it's um, like just, ugh. Like, like the driving portion of it, of just like getting, I don't know, maybe it's just because I've done it a bunch or something. I think maybe I have to try it out. Maybe I have to like pick up a job where I'm like flying somewhere and maybe I'll get that little travel work bug. Like, yeah. Or, or have a destination that you like really love going to. Cause I could totally see you going to Charleston again and doing like a wedding, but also like doing a long weekend out of it and having oh, yeah. time for yourself too. So, and so that's like, when I get these jobs, I'm like, Ooh, okay. Like this is a mini vacation for me too. And I get to work. So it's right. the best of both worlds for me. Oh, I totally get that. I totally get it. So guys, honestly, Kate mentioned it already before, but she had, she took the reins on our planning for our trip and she did amazing. I hijacked it (laughs) in the best way. Like within my relationship, I am always the one planning things. And I am so thankful that Kate took this on and just like had the most fun ever with it because I didn't have to worry about planning at all. She did it all. (laughs) Well, me and my anxiety, I like to have like a plan with flexibility because like we didn't strictly stick to the itinerary that I built up, but um, I I was able to relax more knowing that we weren't going to have to figure out what we were going to do the whole time. Mm, Yeah. And I totally get that. Like, I totally get the idea of, okay, I'm having anxiety about this. Let me plan and make sure that... I am mindful about it beforehand. So then I don't have anxiety when we're there. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to dive into, I'm going to break it down, like how I approached planning all of this. So um, we went with, it was me, Megan, um, our designer, uh, Sarah Wells of Swell Design. And we also took one of my best friends. I mentor her, Danielle of Destroyed Apparel. And we all met up down in Charleston and it was honestly one of my favorite trips that I've taken to date and um I really am looking forward to doing this like annually we've kind of talked about going to a different place each year hell yeah and so when I was talking to Megan about this we kind of had this idea like hey like let's get out of Charlotte so we can kind of channel and create freely and just find new inspiration And um, 
I thought it would be cool to go with other people who are aligned with where our values are and where we're at in our businesses. So when we asked Danielle and Sarah, they were like, hell yeah, we're going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were like, no questions asked, like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. What, what days? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I, I think it's important to find people who you are comfortable with, who are on the same page with you as far as like where you're at in not only your business, but your personal life. So, you know, people you went to college with or high school with might not be the best fit for going on a workation trip. Oh, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I love my high school friends. I really do. But I, I can't imagine going on like a workation with them. It just wouldn't be, they're just not they don't, they don't own businesses or anything. So it would be a very different environment. And it wouldn't, the whole point of our workation was like you said, to gather inspiration in a new place and um, just get inspired from each other as well. So I think it really is very important. I think that's the most important thing, honestly, with planning a workation like this, make sure that you are super aligned with the people that you are going with and that, you know, it's going to be exactly what you were thinking a workation would be. Yeah. And we chose people who, like work crazy schedules and do what they need to do to get their work done. Um, I know Sarah is grinding and out. So is Danielle. And I mean, me and Megan are no question about that. So <laughs> we all <laughs> kind of clicked um, and it was the perfect group and we kind of kept it small so we can, you know, work together on things. Megan and I worked on our podcast. We worked on our individual businesses and then Sarah and Danielle worked on a website together so it was really cool to kind of see all of us in these different um, flow states, I guess, so to speak, mm -hmm. because like, you know, when Sarah and Danielle would get hyped up, I'd be over there like, oh man, like we're yeah. doing the damn thing. <laughs> and we really did like help each other out in different things. Like I would have a question, I was struggling with making my timelines and just like I was using too many different platforms and all of this stuff to make a pretty timeline when in reality, it's just the content of the timeline that's important. Mm -hmm. And I needed somebody else to have a bird's eye view of my business, like Kate and Sarah and Danielle to be like, hey, you don't need X, Y, and Z. So it's all about getting those fresh eyes on your business. It was so nice to be able to like feed off of each other's energies. Oh yeah, 100%. Okay, so... The next thing we approached was coordinating dates because we had four entrepreneur schedules to coordinate yeah. with. And Sarah is a mom and has a family. <laughs> I have a dog. So it was a lot to go around, but um, it worked out beautifully. We were originally planning for later this summer and then those dates didn't work. And Megan and I were like, okay, we're just going to go still. And then <laughs> those dates ended up working out perfectly for everybody else's schedule. So it worked out Coordin so beautifully. Coordinating is so tough when you ha are managing multiple schedules, but we got creative and we drove down on a Sunday and stayed till Wednesday um, just because, you know, Megan and I are in the wedding industry. So Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays are typically booked out. Um, so just find what works for everybody. And you can use, I've done this before with my uh, group of friends from high school. There's like survey monkey. You can create a survey on there and then send it out to everybody that's going and 
there's like a date picker in there. So you can have them fill out each person that's going can fill out what days work best for them. So oh, it's kind of cool. cool because then you can pull all the results together and then it'll show you like, Hey, you know, may blah, blah, blah is the most available. Like everybody is the most available for this date. So it makes it a lot easier. I think survey monkeys are really good thing to go about um, or a really good platform to use when you're having to manage multiple personalities and schedules. Oh yeah, for sure. And then finding a location that's also important too, um, because you want everyone to be comfortable and to yeah. feel like they can settle in, you know, cause you were using this not only as a place to crash, but your workspace too. Um, and then one thing I want to add, we learned the hard way. If you have more than two people, make sure there are multiple bathrooms, <laughs> especially <Yeah>. with women. <laughs> yeah, for real. This was definitely our, our bad. Why we like could have sworn that when Kate and I were looking at this listing that we saw two bathrooms, but in all honesty, I feel like we were blinded by how beautiful the venue was. So we were like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was also right after we had recorded an episode, so we were both tired. It was late. Yeah, I <laughs> literally we did that night. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, it was awesome. That's the kind of energy I'm here for, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but we made it work. I mean, I don't feel like there were any issues around it, but I feel no. like next time around, it'll be more comfortable for everyone having just that as an added plus. Especially if you're at the beach or anywhere like that, where you're doing things outside, like it would have been nice for us to have to, we had to like coordinate, like, okay, who's going in to wash their feet? Who wants yeah. to take a shower? Like it, it just would have made it a little easier. Yeah. Also make sure your parking situation can accommodate everyone. So our Airbnb only had one parking spot. So that was a little bit of a challenge, but we made it work. So right. now going into planning next year, like we have these check boxes we need to hit off. Um, and then if you're planning on cooking, make sure there's a kitchen with supplies. I know not all like Airbnbs or hotels come with everything that you need. So that's something to consider too. And, and you can those... save money if you guys are looking to save money on a trip. If you don't want to worry about going out every night, yeah. I would yeah. definitely recommend going to the grocery store, picking up groceries and making like it a fun experience where you guys just all cook together. Um, of course, though, I do recommend going out to eat at least one night for dinner, one day for breakfast or something. So you can like actually experience the local restaurants and everything. Oh yeah. So if you're doing a trip, like in the mountains, you kind of need to plan to like cook um, your meals. Right. If you're staying in a secluded area, if you're going to like a beach that only has one grocery store on the Island, you know, these yeah. are all like things to, you know, consider. And so when I made the itinerary, I also added a packing list section and this was incredibly useful. Everyone kind of added their own things and Megan added some funny stuff. <laughs> we'll keep it PG, but <laughs> it was just, yeah. <laughs> but we had fun with it. Like it was just really cool to go in there and kind of see how much alike I am to all of you because some of the things that like Sarah added, I was like, oh, that's something I'll totally <laughs> would pack myself. Right. So, and, and it really was helpful for us, especially because we were packing for fun and work. Yeah. There were some things where I was like, oh shit, I need to bring my iPad for us to do stuff up for the podcast. And like, there were so many little things. It really was very helpful. Mm -hmm. 
And it's also like if you're coordinating, like we went to the beach, you know, if everyone has beach chairs and you only need four of them, like not everyone needs to bring their beach chairs. So um, it made it a lot easier to kind of coordinate who's going to bring what. Mm -hmm. So when I started the itinerary and approached this, I talked to every person individually just to kind of get a vibe for if they're more of a morning person or um, sleeping in. And luckily, I think most of us are early risers for the most part. And so I planned a day for us to go like really early to the beach and catch a sunrise. And, you know, everyone was kind of on board with that. Um, But you should leave flexibility. Like if some people want to go and do something early in the morning and other people want to go out late at night, like you should have the freedom to be able to choose what you want to do. So um also don't be overconfident in what you can accomplish in this time this is something i struggle with regardless of going on a workation but um megan and i wanted to record a podcast while we were down there and it just ended up not working um so that's just something to keep in mind to make sure that you're not trying to make sure you're getting a ton of stuff done because that's not the whole concept of this right you know workation thing like you want to have a balance between work and play and there's the whole idea of it is to have that space like create that space for your mind to flow and for you to feel free to work on things that maybe you don't normally have the time to work on or creative visions that you have for your business and all of that so definitely make sure that you guys are managing your expectations when it comes to trips like this. I mean, that's just like a general rule of thumb for life, (laughs) but like, don't go into the trip thinking like, I'm going to get all of this done. And we're also going to be drinking the whole time. And like, we're going to be like sitting on the beach and doing all this stuff. Like the reality is, is that it, that all that's not going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and something I really learned from this working on a workation is way like a much slower pace than Mm -hmm. my normal like work day and just transitioning into things. And um, I definitely stayed up late to like midnight one night because I was delivering, I was uploading wedding photos and I just wanted to have it done. And I was like feeling it in the moment. And Sarah and I actually stayed up late working on stuff and it was nice having just like a buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Versus like if you did that at home, it would just be like you sitting alone in a dark corner. (laughs) You guys, I don't sit alone in dark corners at home. Just (laughs) let you know. (laughs) Megan's making me sound like a freak over here. (laughs) I mean. Like if you stay up super late editing and you need to send a gallery <laughs> and like Dawson and your puppy is in in bed. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm Kate is actually a gremlin. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm a vampire. <laughs> it's no big deal. Um, so another thing I took into consideration was switching up the days. And so like I mentioned, we had one morning where we got a sunrise and then we had one night where, you know, we kind of stayed up later and worked on stuff so it wasn't like we were doing the same routine every day and then I also took in account the weather and included that on on the itinerary and I did that intentionally because there was a day we were going to take photos and I wanted to make sure if we were going to have inclement weather one day that wasn't going to um, get knocked off the to-do list just because I didn't plan for weather and that's the photographer and me talking 
<laughs> yeah, seriously. And another great thing that Kate did was she did a lot of research on meals, like different meal options for us. So I know a really good thing to do is check in with everybody on their dietary needs. Like there are a lot more people these days that are gluten-free or they have different allergies or vegetarian or vegan. So it's really important to make sure that you guys have a ton of different options on there. So everybody feels like they're included. Like Kate did a really good job of this. I think I was the only one that was really like had any stipulations for our trip. And I'm a vegetarian. Um, guys. Didn't Sarah know. doesn't like sa- seafood. She made sure to tell me that. So okay. we didn't do sure. a lot of seafood places. Yeah. So like it, it felt great. Like we all collectively chose dinner places, but it never felt like we were like fighting about where to go to dinner or anything. Oh no, it was very yeah. laid back. And in the itinerary, I added links to all of the locations. So it was easy to find um, the menus and stuff like that. And I even did research on just cool, like rooftop places to go and hang out in case we were feeling that we ended up not doing a lot of that this trip, but I'm not upset by that by any means. No, me neither. And I think, again, this is the photographer and Kate, but we were obviously going to be taking photos while we were there because again, we have a professional photographer with us. (laughs) why Why not (laughs) yeah but even if you guys don't I think it is a really good idea even just with like your iPhone like just try it and get do maybe do some research on some really fun spots in that city that you're going to or that area that you're going to to make a list of different photo spots that you want for pictures for your content and everything or go an extra step further and hire a photographer for a couple hours that's in that city Um, that would be so cool to get to work with somebody else in a totally different location. And then you have really awesome content photos that are professional and high quality. Oh yeah. Really good resource for finding photographers where you're traveling to is flyphotographer.com. And, um, I actually looked into, I was considering hiring a photographer when, um, Dawson and I took a trip to San Diego and we ended up not having enough time during the trip but it was really cool. They have a little profile on there. They talk about like some of their favorite places and I'm pretty sure you can see what they charge. And it's just really neat way to get connected with people who are willing to work with people from out of town. Okay, so the last piece to this, I scheduled a FaceTime call with all the girls um, a week before we went, just so we could all talk about what everyone's expectations were. We talked about who was gonna bring what. And it was just a cool little way to powwow before our trip. And we were all just like in really like happy energy and anticipation for it. So it was exciting to get to chat a week before and just like, ah, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. And it it made it a lot easier to coordinate with everybody. Um, Yeah. So we weren't having to go back and forth. And I know I was like talking to everyone individually. So I just condensed it down into one call. And it made it so much easier. So yeah, that's oh, how I, I planned it. So much easier. <laughs> Kate did such an amazing job. Honestly, everyone needs to give snaps for Kate. Oh, you're so um, sweet. Maybe you need to be a planner in some other life. I actually thought about that, but mm-hmm. it's just a so lot. much way more work than being a wedding photographer. And I think I'm just happier doing that. <laughs> I totally get it. <laughs> On that note, guys, we're going to take a little break and we will be right back. 
welcome back everybody so we wanted to hop right into the next part of it which is really just chatting about what happened during our trip and all of that how much fun we had <laughs> mm-hmm. it was so much fun i miss it <laughs> it honestly was yeah i miss it too i'm like ready to go on another one it was just nice i think for me to have that girl time like yeah you know it's just different it's it's different than being around not that I don't want to be around my boyfriend I absolutely love him and I love being around him it's just girl time is so different it like fills a different box for me you know what I mean yeah I totally I mean I'm one to go off on trips without Dawson pretty regularly and he goes on trips with his guy friends and I feel like having that space brings you closer together and reminds you just like how much you enjoy having them around and yes i yeah. definitely feel closer to all of you ladies like since our trip oh yeah it's so crazy what travel will do for a relationship like travel really does make you closer to anybody you go with mm-hmm. so our biggest tip from my perspective <laughs> is to make sure that everyone is bringing their favorite snacks or you're making a pit stop at the grocery store before you check in. Even if you're not planning on cooking at the Airbnb, it's really good for you guys to just have like random little things that you can snack on throughout the day. So you're not having to pay for little snacks and meals like all throughout your trip. It's so much easier having a little stockpile of food of everybody's favorite stuff. So it's just, it's just easy. It's nice to have. Um, and then our biggest thing, which actually probably should be the priority is <laughs> remember yeah. to make fun a priority throughout the entire trip. Uh, we did a really good job of this. Like while we were sitting and working, I think it was UK that was like, Hey, why don't we throw on like Schitt's Creek in the background? <laughs> Best decision. <laughs> Seriously. It was so nice to be able to like work. And I normally don't work with like TV going and it was so nice to work and just be able to like look up and listen to like the show and everything. And Schitt's Creek was honestly the greatest option for that. It was amazing. Oh yeah. I I like to work with TV in the background, especially if I'm like home alone with my dog. It's just like a comfort thing. I don't feel I like that. I can't work in complete silence and sometimes I can't figure out what kind of mood I'm in for music. So I like throwing on, you know, friends or a show that I've watched enough to where I don't need to sit there and like zone out and watch it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I can still kind of enjoy it. I listen to it and get a little giggle every once in a while no I totally get that and I understand like not wanting sometimes I go to want to I want to put on music and I'm just like uh, it's like almost like it thwarts my energy because I'm like I don't know what to you're having out. to decide yeah it it does <laughs> yeah. it's like an energy sucker when I'm just like I don't know what kind of mood I'm in so I'll just throw out on the tv and not really pay attention to it yeah, it honestly was really great. Um, and then we also rewarded ourselves with a night out after we were working a really long time that day. Did we do, I'm pretty sure we went to the beach in the morning that day, right? Yeah, that was actually, I think our sunrise morning and we spent yeah. like four hours on the beach and then we came back and spent the afternoon and just worked until yeah. like dinner. And then we took photos like, and we walked to the restaurant when that was we should not have (laughs) we survived (laughs) we survived but it guys it was like a 25 minute walk and i'm thinking it was feel like on the outskirts of town like (laughs) not exactly a location that you would want to walk around like if it was at night 
<laughs> oh, yeah. the day, we so totally we ubered home we ubered yeah when we left <laughs> but you know it was really fun to just go out and have dinner and have a couple of drinks and then you know just head back and relax yeah so kate has already kind of shared a little bit about one of our days that we had at the beach but we really wanted to help you guys out a little bit if you're wanting to plan a workation like this we're going to put together an itinerary template so you can go on right through canva and just fill everything out right through there and you can have a really gorgeous template you'll look like a total badass with all of your gals that you're going with (laughs) it will look so professional um but seriously it'll be a lot of help i think to be able to have something to just go off of especially if you're not like typically a planner or anything oh yeah the itinerary helps so much it took a lot of the guesswork out oh yeah it was very 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 helpful um and then of course, like we said before, take photos, take a ton of photos. You'll want these memories, um, like even have servers at restaurants take group photos for you or bring a tripod if you need to. Just any way that you can get some photos, not only for content, but also just like I'm sure you're enjoying your time and you want to get photos of that to look back on. Okay, so don't be afraid to do your own thing. We touched on this a little bit in the beginning, but I think that this is a really good piece of advice for planning a workation with some other female entrepreneurs because um, sometimes you're going to want to do something on your own. Like one night, Kate and Danielle had gone to the beach and like at night and walked to the beach and just like chatted and stuff. And then Sarah and I hung out, we listened to music and we worked together and is totally normal for you guys to want. You don't have to be doing everything together the entire work trip. It'll be good for you guys to have some separation time because if not, probably by the end, you would be like, I'm so tired. Like I need to be like away. So I think it's really good for you guys to plan in the idea that you probably are going to want to have time to yourself or, you know, just doing other things outside of the group as well. Oh yeah. Danielle kind of did her own thing. Like one morning she slept in a little bit longer and we walked to like a breakfast place and, you know, like it's totally fine. We were just like, okay, we're going to do this. Let us know if you need anything kind of thing. So right, I feel like going into it with the expectation that there's going to be at least one person who doesn't do something with the group all the time. Yes, exactly. It's totally normal. And do not take offense, guys, if somebody doesn't want to do whatever you're doing. It's not about you. It's about them. They need to do X, Y, and It's their workation too, so. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's their time too, just as much as it is yours. So our biggest thing, I think, is make time for powwows to help each other out with your businesses. I said this before, but this was probably my favorite thing for the whole trip, is just that we were able to sit down and really help each other out on little, um, like, little bumps in the road within our business that we maybe just needed a second pair of eyes on that we definitely couldn't have figured it out as quick as we did with everybody else just on our own. Oh yeah. I think we had a really awesome, just safe space for the lack Mm -hmm. of a better term to just be able to freely be like, what do you guys think of this? Or should I do this differently? Kind of like how you mentioned the timeline thing and 
just having people around like Megan, I think you were scheduling content. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to do that too. That's a really good idea. You know, and it just kind of sparked new motivation and just desire to do things that normally are just really hard for me to get into the headspace to do. Mm, Yeah. And again, it all goes back to the inspiration of just being around people that are, have similar goals as far as wanting to build a business and just similar ideas of what their business looks like, I think is huge for your own growth. Oh yeah, for sure. I loved this trip so much and I'm like really, really looking forward to new adventures with you guys. And I've even kind of played around with the idea, um, you know, sometime in the future, post-pandemic when we get through all this stuff Mm -hmm. you know this was kind of like a little retreat for us and I think a lot of other people would benefit having a space you know to vibe with other people on different levels in their business because I feel like when you're especially starting out you need to get around people who are doing a lot more and a lot farther than you to really motivate you and push you and inspire you to see what's ahead of you right hey, maybe that's a future thing for BTB. Oh, maybe. Hmm. We'll put it on the dream list. (laughs) We're going to put that out into the ether for us. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, don't forget to come in next week. We are so freaking excited for this episode. So excited. So We're going to have a fellow photographer in the area, Hillary Kuhn, on, and we are going to talk all about imposter syndrome within social media. It is going to be a really good freaking episode. Oh yeah. And if you guys aren't following her yet, her handle is Hillary Kuhn Photography and she is both hilarious and inspiring. I can't wait to have her on here. Oh yeah. It's going to be amazing. We'll see you guys next week.